Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Um, but that was the same era of like Marcus Liberty. Okay, um, I Marcus Liberty. Yeah, Marcus Liberty, Kendall Gill, Nick Anderson. You know, oh, they're from Chicago. Wow. They all from Chicago. So okay. that so it was rocking. That's when Chicago basketball was really like pumping. I mean, it's but all that said, let's 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 jump into this, man. Um, let's do it. Yeah. So. Hey, L.A., this is uh, Part A, and this is Baseline, home of L.A.'s Prep Basketball Podcast right here on the Believe Network. Today, I have the pleasure of uh, chatting with Chris Washington. He's an L.A. native, uh, played, at, played at St. Bernard's in high school, and then went on to Cal Berkeley uh, to do some great things. And uh, Chris, tell me, tell me what's going on with you, man. Uh, nothing much. Just, uh, you know, post-basketball, um, working like everybody else, working as an assistant principal. Um, still love the game of basketball, you know, follow basketball. Obviously, I ran into you at, at a basketball game. Yo, and that and, tournament um, was pretty crazy, too. Yeah, they have some really good ball players there. A lot of guys that, I, that I've been watching for a number of years since they were like fourth or fifth grade. So it's just kind of need to see their development yeah and this and, turn um, this tournament was the mature. was the rolling hills prep basketball tournament that was uh held out at uh cal state la over the weekend and right. um sierra canyon was there um westing westchester uh windward uh long beach poly st john bosco yo it was crazy good teams out there yo i was uh i was really impressed with harvard westlake you know, I didn't think they were going to be as good as they, you know, appear to appear to be. But I thought they were big, and I thought they were athletic. They, they had they had a really good team. They're they're very organized. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a lot of competitive guys, and you know, just being competitive that goes a long way. And they have a lot of guys that have played travel ball for for a number of years. So um, you could almost say they have a veteran team, even though a lot of their their players were like sophomores and juniors. Wow, that's amazing. That's really impressive. Can you talk about year-round basketball and kids not diversifying sports? I know we've been pushing the idea of kids eating, drinking, and sleeping basketball, but how do they continue developing their skills if they're constantly playing? Well, within the last 15, 20 years, the trainers have become real prevalent in, in, in basketball. Players are, players, and well, their parents are spending a ton of money on, on trainers. Mm-hmm. Who are, who, are, who are training these kids um, on individual moves. Um, a lot of guys, it seems like they spend more time with trainers than they do uh, just playing um, pickup basketball. I thought kids were just like just playing nonstop, especially on these travel teams and, and didn't really have a chance to like go back and evaluate and, and, and then work on things. But I mean, it would make well, sense. Well, they are, they are, they are, what they're doing is they're playing a ton of travel ball and on days they don't have games, they're training. Oh, wow. So, so it's really they're actually stop. doing those two as opposed to playing a ton of pickup. Okay. Okay. So oftentimes they don't get an opportunity to play against, like I remember when I was in high school and I was like 14, 15, I was going to the gym playing against older, older guys, growing right. men. A lot of them don't get that opportunity. Yeah, well, that's crazy. I remember uh, when I was coming up, my my father would take us, all the kids in the neighborhood, and we'd go to park to park and just challenge everybody. So, you know, and it's grown men, it's kids our age, it's everybody, right? But it's the, you know, best of the best in that neighborhood. And and you learn learn how to be competitive because 
Um, there's a lot going on in those games. You know, if you lose, you might be sitting for dude. You sitting for a for, for a minute, for, for forty five <laughs> minutes to an hour. You know, until your next game. So each possession uh, was, was was very important. Yeah, and it, it taught you to value the ball. It taught you how to value the last point of the game. You know, um, in terms of you don't want to be the guy that gets scored on. Right, it just made you to value each possession. Man, no doubt. Let me take a moment to remind our listeners that they're tuned into Baseline, LA's number one place to get the drop on who's who in LA prep basketball. This is Hard Day with Baseline on the Believe Network. Our guest today, Chris Washington. I was talking to a parent, and she said that her uh, son had moved up from Frost South to Varsity, and so he was the man on Frost South, right? I guess he was a freshman and came in. The coach was like, you got the skills, moving you up to varsity. And then the kid got really bummed out because he thought he could just, you know, do the same thing that he had been doing all this time and not put in any extra work. And she was, you know, the the whole, the reality was, yeah, you got here. We see potential in you, but you got to work harder now. What do you think kids need to do? Do you, you know, in that situation, you know, where they could get frustrated because they took the next step, but, you know, they didn't realize they need some more work to do. Um, oftentimes, those kids that get moved up early mm-hmm. as, as freshmen, they were bigger, stronger kids. They were bigger and stronger than kids their age level. Right. So now you get moved up to varsity and, as a, you know, from freshman to, to, to you know, playing varsity ball or a 14 year old playing against 16, 17 year old. And, um, they're just as big. They're just as strong as you are. So now what does your skill level look like? And the number one thing is, can you shoot the basketball? Yeah. If you can't shoot the basketball now, you can't go outside to, uh, compensate for, uh, guys being stronger than you and the physicality of the, of the, of the high school game, mm-hmm. which is probably what they're not used to. Right. You know, the, the, the players are bigger, they're stronger, and they're faster. Mm-hmm. And um, that that's a major adjustment for anybody at any level. You see high school players being challenged to play at the next level in college. Yeah. You know, you see college players being challenged to play at the next level in the professionals. But, but, if, but if you're skilled, you can shoot, you can handle the ball, you can dribble. And if you have a conceptual understanding of the game, know how to move without the ball, understand help side defense and understand how to read defenses, um, then you'll have more success. But that's a tall order for a lot of the kids. And uh, a lot of it has to do because they haven't been taught that. I They they played a lot of travel ball where they just run up and down and they press and they play a lot of zone, but they haven't really uh, had a breakdown of, of, of a conceptual understanding of the game ball movement, understanding how to play chess as opposed to playing checkers on the basketball court. Yeah, yeah. And I think, uh, like, last year we had to see, we had the chance to see Zion, uh, you know, and his whole thing yeah. was he's not – I'm not just a dunker. I can do other things. I can yeah. I can go outside and shoot the J. Yeah, I think that, you know, kids can be overwhelmed stepping up, you know, so soon. And like you said, it's, it is a strength, a speed – and just a skill set that they, you know, have to keep working on. And the knowledge, and the knowledge. You know, um, oftentimes they don't they don't have the knowledge base to be able to 
Um, here's the difference. You got an eighth grader that's played travel ball or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's their first year in high school. Now, tra- a travel ball team is going to practice two times a week, three times a week, maybe, at the most. Mm-hmm. And so coaches don't have a lot of time to teach help side defense. Right. They're, they're teaching zones. They're teaching press breaks. They're teaching presses. They're not teaching help side defense. Mm-hmm. So when you get to high school, the coaches teach help side defense every single day. Right. So it's not enough for you to beat your man on offense. You got to beat your man, and then you know that help side guy is coming over, and you got to know how to play off of that. That means you need to understand where everybody is on the court, and you need to be able to predict within seconds what they're going to do. When you win, that's it, win or if you beat your man. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and that's and that's a tall order for that's tough. The defense is tougher, so now you got to be able to shoot the mid range jumper. You got to be able to shoot from outside. You got to have some different things you can do. You know, you got to be an unselfish player because you're not going to be able to just drive to the basket whenever you want. Right, right. And I saw, I saw a lot of that this weekend at, at that tournament. I was like, oh yeah, in a year that kid will be able to he'll make he'll be making that shot, that little floater. He'll be able yep. to you know do some different things out there. Um, yep. And do you think it's, you know, I watch my daughter. I got a, a daughter that's in fourth grade, so I'm, I'm coaching her uh, fourth grade team this year. And, I, you know, we've been, we've been working with them for the last couple of years. But it's interesting to see when they finally start to understand their the positions. Yeah, the light comes on and, they, you know, they aren't thinking about where they should be. They're just there. You know, right. and I th- I think that's that development like that. The light still comes on, and you know, at, at these these next levels, whether it's high school or college, you can see kids like, oh yeah, I, I got it. I- um, there's no substitute for good coaching. Um, so, you know, most people, most players are going to learn that. It's just a mat the, the things that we're talking about. Yeah, you know, uh, help side defense, spacing on off. Uh, Shrinking the court on defense, mm-hmm. um, the skill level, you know, uh, and placement on the dribble, just all the little intricacies of the game. Um, but you're going to learn it eventually, but it's just nicer if you have a, a really good coaching. And a lot of people aren't teaching that, you know, yeah. unfortunately, you know. That's terrible, um, man. As, as, yeah, coaching is super important <laughs> because I think it could – it can also diminish your your love for the for the game. Like if you don't have the right coach, like I was telling you, I didn't have the right coach, and so I was like frustrated, right. you know, because um, right. you can't grow and you you want to do things and play to your best ability, but you know if you don't you have can't. that person teaching you, you know, right. then it, it becomes a, a hindrance and not something that helps you. Uh, I'm Parday, your host for Baseline. We're talking about action in L.A. prep sports, 94 feet to infinity, baseline to baseline and beyond. Today, I'm chopping it up with L.A.'s own Chris Washington. We're talking about L.A. prep basketball. Um, it's a beautiful game. It, it's a wonderful game, man. When it's played right. <laughs> when, it's, when it's played right. <laughs> no doubt. I know that your son is battling some injuries right now. Yeah. Um, and I would love to, to hear you talk about that, his attitude, how he's, uh, how he's doing or, you know, how he's training to make his return to the court. Um, just give us a little, a little background on, on, on your son. 
Well, my son um, has had battled some. It, well, I noticed a lot of the, the, the kids are um, they're, they're they're battling injuries. I'm not sure that they're not playing too much. Yeah. You know, um, I, I know we, we're always we've always been taught you should be in the gym all the time, but there's a fine line between like you know going all out and playing a lot and doing as much as you can for the game. But when, when you cross that line, now you're susceptible to, to injuries. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a physical game; it's a contact sport, so you're going to have injuries anyway. So my son is just one of many that that has an injury, and he's uh, nursing that injury to come back and. Um, you know, he's just, you know, I, what my job is to keep him positive and to tell him when he needs to slow down and back off and um, tell him how to, to um, treat those injuries. You know, I'm just I just remind him how young he is, you know, mm-hmm. how he'll recover and uh, what he needs to do to recover and how you can, even though a part of your body is injured, you can strengthen the other parts of your body. Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, I just remind um, that you know, um, what you you need balance. You know, there, there's always going to be someone that's trying to strongly encourage you uh, to come back. You know, as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And I, I'll, I'll be providing that balance. Hey, take your time. That, that when you're right, you'll know it. I'll know it. We'll all know it. And as a team, uh, when you have coaches that care about you, like my son has a very good coach that really cares about him. As a person, first and foremost, mm-hmm. um, we'll, we'll make that decision as a team when he's ready to come back. That's good. That's good. But, um, you know, until then, we'll work out diligently. And, uh, you know, my son's a junior. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, he, he's injured his junior year. Yeah, but he's got another year. Right, right. No doubt. And yeah. there's, and and the great thing about Southern California basketball, um, there's a lot of platforms for you to play in front of coaches and things like that. Mm-hmm. So um, he'll still have an opportunity to play a whole another year in front of coaches. <laughs> More than yeah. that, he's got the basketball season and the travel ball season. You know, for me, I think injuries are, you know, it could be a real tough for a kid or for an athlete just because, you know, um, it's a, it's a, it's a mind trick. You know, usually you have, you injure one thing and you try to overcompensate and get back out there too soon and you hurt something yeah. else. Uh, or you just mentally get discouraged or you're, you know, a little frightened when you're back on the court. So I think it's, you know, having the right system around you is, is super important. What are some of the best teams that you've seen so far? What teams? Well, without, without mentioning the Sierra Canyons and the modern days, yeah. um, obviously their, their teams are, are loaded with talent. Um, each of them have probably about at least six guys over six, six. Um, Long Beach Poly, you got, you have to look at Long Beach Poly. They have one of the best players in the state at any class, uh, Peyton Watson. Uh-huh. Um, they, they have a very good team. Um, he's probably gonna need a little more help, but they'll, they'll, they'll be, uh, good and fun to watch. Okay. Um, you know, I gotta, I gotta give a shout out to my son's team, St. John Bosco. Right, right. Uh, they finished as one of the top, I think, top 12 teams in, in the state last year. And they actually have more talent this year than they had last year. Okay. So uh, they'll be a fun team, a pretty good team. Um, most teams, a lot of teams are very good guard play. You know, me being a guard myself. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what's the name? Winward. Yeah, Winward. Some very good guards that I've watched play. Uh, one of my scenes since fourth grade. Um, the other one, um, he's a, uh, they're both, one's a junior, one's a sophomore. They're really good kids, and they work really hard in their games, and um, they'll be fun to watch. They had a good team. They have one of the top, uh, also one of the top sophomores. They have two players that are top sophomores uh, 
in the state, if not the country. Wow. Well, we um, definitely got to be looking out for them this year. Yeah, watch out for those guards, Dylan and and uh, Dylan and Jaron. Okay. And um, who else? Uh, obviously, we, we talked about um, Harvard Westlake. Yeah. And I'm leaving out a bunch of teams. I'm, but those are teams that I saw this weekend. Uh, wow, who else is there? Uh, wow. Sarah always always has a good team. Yeah. Um. There's, there's a lot of good teams. There's a lot of parity. There's a couple teams that stand out more than others. Uh, and you can't talk about high school basketball in Southern California without talking about uh, Bishop Montgomery. They've got one of the best coaches in the state. Uh, he's won a ton of championships and sent a, a bunch of kids to colleges. Oh, wow. Okay. Definitely got to look out for them then. Absolutely. Um, well, man, thank you for, thank you so much for, you know, joining us uh, this evening on this podcast. It was a lot of, a lot of great information. And, you know, it's been my pleasure. It's, definitely it's been good my energy, pleasure. man. I really appreciate it. We're going to do this again. Um, yep. Again. All right, man. Well, thank you very much again. That 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 was Chris Washington, you know, LA LA's finest over here, point guard. Or Appreciate it. You know appreciate what I'm saying? Appreciate it. Hey, it's been my pleasure. I want to thank you, uh, you know, for having me on the show. Anytime you want me to come Ooh. back, uh, you know, anything I can do, you know, I mean, you're a good dude. And, uh, you know, it's great for high school basketball to have this, this type of platform for our, our student athletes. Man, that's what's up. That's what we're trying to do. We try to give them, we're trying to give, this is for, you know, players, coaches, and parents to, you know, chime in and be a part of this so we can just, you know, make this game that we love even better. Yeah, yeah, that's what we do. Take what we, what we add and make it better. That's it, man. Well, all right, I'm Chris, I appreciate it, man, and we're going to chat soon. All right, brother. Okay, thanks so much. All right, thanks. Take care. Peace. Baseline, and I'm your host, Parday. This is LA's number one prep sports podcast on the Believe Network. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.